We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Cody here, also joining me, Mr. Stephen Burton from the No Horsing Around Colts podcast. Stephen, how you doing tonight, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. Excited to kind of talk about this topic. You know, you sent me a message and you're like, let's let's jump on here. So it's not one I had thought of. So I'm kind of excited to hear what you have to say and kind of yeah. try to try to think of what I'm gonna say. Right. I know it's an interesting topic to think about. You know, we were talking off air like this is a topic that just more recently has become a topic that we could actually talk about, right? Because the Ravens, unfortunately, have been hit with a ton of injuries to their running back room. They just had another running back today on Monday out for the season. So they've been working out some some veteran running backs. And so kind of with the Colts' abundance, I would say even embarrassment of riches at the running back position right now, the question I think for me and maybe for some other people, I thought this is a – a good topic of conversation is should the Colts be interested in potentially trading one of their running backs? But the other two guys, I think there's a little bit more like conversation about both these guys. I'm talking, of course, about Marlon Mack and also talking about Jordan Wilkins as well. We'll start with Marlon Mack because it's a very interesting situation. I mean, Stephen, you know, we talked a lot um, the, this past offseason before he was re-signed. A lot of people thought Marlon Mack was as good as gone from the Indianapolis Colts. Colts bring him back on a one-year deal. We still don't fully know if Marlon Mack is 100% back from that Achilles injury. We've seen a different list of running backs who, after they sustain that injury, they're just really never the same player they were pre-injury. But Marlon Mack is still very young. He's 25 years old. He's been productive in the past. And it's hard for me, like, even saying trade Marlon Mack, it's just like I just have loved Marlon Mack ever since he's come in. With Indianapolis in that in the 2017 draft, I believe it is, now a fourth round guy there. He's just been so, so good and so, so consistent for this Colts offense. Obviously, pre Jonathan Taylor and stuff, but now with Jonathan Taylor's emergence, especially in the second half of last year, you got to figure maybe Marlon Mack's a little bit more expendable than he would have been even a year ago. First off, what are your thoughts on Marlon Mack? And then what are your thoughts on potentially if the Colts were thinking, hey, we might be able to trade this guy and get some value out of him? Yeah, I mean, I love Marlon Mack. Um, I was one of the people who was surprised. I think that they brought him back coming off the Achilles, the way Jonathan Taylor played, the way Hines is, 
Uh, it kind of surprised me that they did. Not shocked at the one-year deal. And then also finding out after the fact that he had really he had been an indie all year, rehabbing throughout the season, being in the running back room, staying with those young running backs, kind of grooming them, wanting to be in indie, I think. Um, and then also on top of it, kind of recovering. He wasn't going to get a big deal this offseason. He wasn't going to, you know, make that massive amount of money because of the injury. So that didn't it didn't shock me when you start looking at things like that. Uh as far as trading him. And then one other thing too before I get to that is I mean, like you said too, it's very rare. People easily forget 2 years ago as a 1000 yard running back. You know, potentially the feature back in your offense until everything happened which Ballard's always looking ahead. That's why he makes all the money and why he gets the extension. Um, but as far as trading him, I I would probably be surprised. I don't think they're shopping him, but I don't think they would hang the phone up. Um, my co-host Zach jokingly put out a tweet not long ago. It was, it was a while back, but he put one, I think, saying, would you take, I, I want to say it was like a second-round pick for Marlon Mack, which was like a landslide with that. And I don't think it'd take a second-round pick. But I think that if the Ravens called them, I don't think Ballard hangs up the phone. Um, but I don't think he's actively shopping Marlon Mack. Yeah, I think it's more of a situation, or it would be if the Ravens were indeed interested in like a Marlon Mack, where the Colts aren't backed into a corner. The Ravens are a lot more backed into a corner here. So we all know how good Ballard is at negotiating. I mean, heck, the guy only traded one pick for DeForest Buckner, the second-best defensive tackle in all of football. So this guy's a master trade negotiator. So you do kind of wonder, okay, could he drive the price up if the Ravens indeed are super desperate? They, they try out all these guys, and none of these guys really seem to work out. They don't feel confident moving forward. And they want another back, you know, alongside Gus Edwards to feel confident about. Maybe Ballard could kind of – highball them a little bit and get maybe more value than we think mm -hmm. a lot of people are saying fifth round sixth round what if they offered a fourth round third round something around there would chris ballard be willing to take that for marlon mack because obviously we love marlon mack but let's be honest if marlon mack were to get traded for a third fourth round pick or something along those lines we would be ecstatic i mean we would because we have so like i said beginning of the episode we have an abundance of riches at the running back position yeah yeah, you, you hate to see Marlon Mack go, but also if you're recouping draft capital for a guy that you didn't really – none of us really thought you were going to really even resign. I mean, I think I would take that all day long, especially for a guy that, you know, coming off that kind of scary injury and you already feel good about really all three of your other backs. I mean, I think that there's no question if the price was right for Ballard and company, I don't think he'd have a hesitation at pulling that trigger and trading away Mack. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I would agree that if if it's the right price too, because it's easy to forget, and I know and we all know Ballard doesn't, is that we are short. We are potentially going to lose a first round pick. Um, you know, definitely a second round pick, you know, depending on how Carson plays. And we all know how much Ballard likes his picks. So if he can get a third round pick, I I, I don't think anybody would be you know, pounding the table angry that you've traded Marlon Mack for a third round pick. Cause the question still out there is how much is he actually going to play? Uh, Where's he going to fit at in this, in, in the offense, where the touch is going to come from. So if, if, if the Ravens call and they're offering them, you know, fourth round and Ballard can get a third, I mean, 
yeah, he like you said, he's fleeced people before. Look no further than, like you said, DeForest Buckner, Quentin Nelson. You know, he fleeced the Jets, and there were talks that you know he was going to come out of if he wanted Darnold, he's going to come out with both of those players uh, <laughs> yeah. four years later. So he he knows what he's doing. So I mean, it'll be really interesting to see if I mean the Ravens are going to be making calls. You are one hundred percent correct. They're 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 hampered. It's a position. They are a run first team. So if they're going to start making calls, the question is, do they call and do they offer enough for Ballard to want to stay on the phone? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, football fans? Do you want an advantage on your sports betting this year? You need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets. Their computer model scans hundreds of thousands of bets every year to give you the best bet recommendation for every game across all major sports. Their model covers everything from spreads, over-unders, to player prop bets. If you don't want to use their model and use your own research, that's fine. They can help you with your researching needs. There's sharp data to know who the pros are backing, the line movement so you can jump on betting opportunities in real time, team summaries highlighting previous success and over-unders and spreads, and team lineup, breaking news, and injury status updates. Plus, you can save all your picks in one place to track your success on leaderboards and rankings. Head to the App Store or Google Play now to download BetQL. You can also head to try.betql.co slash juice to get started. Enter the discount code JUICE for a 25% off any of their subscription offerings. Find all this information here in the description and make sure to check out their BetMGM in the description to receive a free year of BetQL. No subscription statuses, nothing. Also check out their sportsbook offer pages if you live in an eligible state for free offers upon signing up. Don't miss out on the chance to beat your sportsbooks this football season. Right, and that's the question. The question is, how much is Marlon Mack worth? I feel like the next guy we're going to talk about, Jordan Wilkins, could potentially be worth more because, I mean, he's been so, so good when he's had the opportunity. That's just been the issue. He's just been behind so many talented backs in the past that he's never really had an opportunity to be the guy or one of the guys. So, you know, you see all that. You see him, how healthy he's been throughout his career with Indianapolis. Maybe that's more of an intriguing option for the Ravens where they're not getting into potential injury issues there. And the Colts could give Jordan Wilkins the opportunity that I think we as Colts fans all think he deserves as potentially not maybe not a lead back, 
but really getting a lot more playing time than he is with the Colts. I personally, you know, selfishly, I want to keep Jordan Wilkins, but also looking at him for him, I know he probably wants to go somewhere else and actually be able to play. And I feel like he definitely deserves that because he's been so good, like I talked about. He's been so consistent. He's doesn't ever do anything like spectacular, but he's always doing stuff pretty well. You know, he's a solid all-around player. And I think personally, he, he deserves the opportunity to go somewhere else and show what he's got. Yeah, it's kind of funny. So I, I have been, you know, we had George Rimmer on not long ago when we were doing this, and I had swayed back over because I, I'm one of those people who I, I'm not going to say I wanted him gone, but I was wondering where the touches were actually going to come from because of the amount between Taylor, Mac, Hines. There was a lot of curiosity on my part. I thought there was until the preseason kind of played out and how he looked that he might be someone that would leave. And then when he didn't, my mind kind of went to, well, they they could trade him probably to the right team. And like we said earlier with the Ravens, they're a run first team. It would be a good situation for him to go to. He would get carries. He wouldn't be kind of the the bell cow necessarily, which he's I think we've seen that, you know, and Kevin Bowen talked about it on his podcast one time too, was that we've seen what he is when he is the bell cow. It's not the greatest thing, but coming in relief and kind of being that pitch hitter and coming in to kind of close out games. And he's really good at that. He is, he knows where to go with his, with his runs. He knows where the holes are. And like you said to the, the Ravens, that scheme seems to almost fit any running back that can find a hole. <laughs> Honestly, if you can see the lane, you're going to get yards. You've got Lamar Jackson who say what you want, and I'm one of those people who's unsure of him as a quarterback, the ability to throw you back into a game. The guy is lethal with his legs, and that opens up holes for the running back. I could I could see this. Um, I could see him. I could actually see Ballard maybe potentially shopping Jordan Wilkins instead of just fielding the calls, just because like you said at the very beginning, the abundance of talent, the depth and where the touch is going to come from is, is the biggest question that I've always had with him. And I think another factor too, for me at least is you saw Dion Jackson really emerge in that third preseason game. You got to wonder, okay, if you trade away one of these guys, does Dion Jackson now get a chance on your active roster to see what he can do. Maybe more special teams to start, but I mean, this is a guy that I fell in love with when the Colts, you know, signed him as an undrafted free agent. I was like, yes, I love this guy. I love what he did at Duke. And then it, it kind of showed, he started off a little bit slow in the preseason games, but that third preseason game, I was like, finally, he's getting the opportunity to show what he can do. So I think right now, I honestly, like I'm fine if the Colts were to just keep all, all these running backs right now. I also understand that you could potentially get value of two guys who more than likely both of them aren't going to be on your roster next year. Both these guys are on contract years, are going to be looking to get another contract, whether that is with the Colts next year, or whether that is with another team. We'll see. But, yeah, I just feel like you could get some potential value out of one of these two running backs. The question is which guy and how much, you know, first off, are other teams going to make specifically the Baltimore Ravens right now with just how – really decimated their running back room has been. And also like, do you want to trade these guys away? I mean, you feel pretty good. And also adding that 17th game. Okay. Does that mean you keep four running backs? So you feel a lot better down the stretch, right? I mean, 
we saw Jonathan Taylor get stronger as the season went on, but also you, you can't expect him to fully be healthy every single game. Like he's going to get banged up at some point in his career. Mm-hmm. Every player does, especially the nature of the running back position. So is it more of that committee type thing? We know Frank Reich and company when they went on their Super Bowl run. I mean, they use that committee type approach, right? And you got to wonder, man, even though they are the third and fourth running back right now, potentially, does that suit them well down the stretch to say they're making a playoff push and you have Jordan Wilkins in there relieving Marlon Mack or Jonathan Taylor and you feel so much better about your depth and so much better about where you're going as opposed to a guy like Deion Jackson, who's a lot more unproven at this point. So I'm curious where you stand, you know, on that whole debate uh, versus, you know, keeping the guys and potentially shopping the guys. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't think that they're going to actively shop Marlon Mack just because of, you know, there's two different things with that. You know, you you do have someone who's he's not going to be on your roster next year. I just I don't see that. When you have Jonathan Taylor, you know Hines isn't going where they're going to look to lock him up to an extension. So he's not going to be there. But it always sticks in my mind a few years ago, two years ago, when Ballard talked about not he, – he got rid of too much kind of age talent, you know, too many veterans – and they needed that in the room. And Marlon Mack is a very key figure inside of the running back room. And from all that we've read, uh, I assume pretty close with Jonathan Taylor after last year. So I think that's a big thing. Um, The other thing, too, is it sticks in my head. It's all stuff with Ballard is, you know, you do hear him. He looks at the salary cap and the team in almost like these four-year chunks. And like you mentioned with Deion Jackson is, does he look at – you recycle this, Jordan Wilkins goes, Marlon Mack goes, and you have the guy who's ready to step in who can get those reps, and do you just accelerate it by one year to where he can start getting some reps? He's not going to get a ton. And then finally, I think the, the great point you had of keeping all of them is, yes, Jonathan Taylor looked great at the end of the year, but it's easy to forget he didn't get, even though he was the number one back, he didn't they still split the carries pretty evenly, you know, through the first half of the season. The season is longer this year. People are going to expect him to get a lot of carries. They're going to try to even those out. And if you do have Mac Hines and Wilkins, you're going to be able to divvy that out pretty easily and keep him pretty fresh going into November, December, January. Yeah. And it just helps keep all these guys. I mean, their shelf life, we know, man, how short shelf life can be for running backs in the NFL. I mean, Todd Gurley. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. the prime example of that still in his twenties. And essentially a lot of people would say, washed up. He doesn't even have a job right now. He was one of the most dominant backs a few years ago. So you got to wonder, okay, Jonathan Taylor got a lot of carries in college, which I wasn't really concerned out coming out, but he's got a lot of carries and and he's going to continue to get a lot of carries at the NFL level. So what if you kind of maybe improved his life, his life as a player, you know, improved his durability as a player, by sprinkling in the Marlon Mack, sprinkling in the Jordan Wilkins, the Deion Jackson, Naheem Hines, 
and just continue to help each other. That's the debate that Derek and I were having last year after the Colts did draft him. We're like, man, this is going to help both these guys, you know, just stay healthier and stay fresher down the line. So I see both sides of it, man. I mean, I think I think you're right. I think right now, unless the Ravens were to just blow blow you away with an offer that you can't refuse, I'd personally probably stay with the running backs you have right now just because I feel a lot more confident that any of those guys could step in and play well. And the drop-off obviously would happen, but you mentioned it at the beginning. Marlon Max, no joke. He was in the 1,000-yard back a couple of years ago. So right. I mean, he could fill the void if, say, Jonathan Taylor – you know, hopefully that doesn't happen. But say Jonathan Taylor goes down for multiple weeks, boom, Marlon Mack jumps back into that lead back role, and you still feel like the, the offense is rolling, as opposed to a Deion Jackson where there might be a learning curve or whatever it is, you know. So as much as we don't want to think about it, we we don't know, and I, and I know you guys, COVID is still a thing. Depth is still a really big thing because all it takes – is for one of the people like we like we witnessed with Carson last week to not be on that side of it, be a close contact. I mean, we saw it last year. Taylor didn't get to play a game because his girlfriend came back in town and he had to sit because he was a close contact. So I, this year, maybe not as big as last year, but this year depth is a really big thing too because at any point, yes, he could get hurt. He could get dinged up, but he could also just have to sit. You know, he, he, I don't know his status. I don't, I don't, to be a hundred percent, I don't care. Um, <laughs> but it's one of those things where it's like, you don't know you, I mean, depth, you know, we talked about it when we talked about the quarterbacks on our show is that was, I thought I was a big factor in Ellinger staying was, you know, we, it's still a very fluid situation this year in the, in the league with all of it. So I think that plays a factor too. It, you're right. That's a good point that you bring up. And you do wonder if you had the proper depth last year, you know, if Marlon Mack was healthy, I mean, that game ultimately decided the division. So, I mean, it mattered that much. And you do wonder if say Marlon is healthy this year, similar situation happens and it kind of a, a really big game, you know, maybe it wasn't really big then, but it turned out to be really big. And yeah. then you have Marlon Mack and you end up like winning that game, you know, you just don't know what could happen there. So, I'm kind of I'm kind of on the side of keeping these guys. I'd probably if I'm choosing, probably trading Jordan Wilkins before Marlon Mack. But you know, if they give you an offer you can't refuse. You just mentioned it, third round pick, fourth round pick. I mean, that's hard to pass up. But I mean, I think right now you roll with what you got at running back and you feel like you have good insurance with Deion Jackson as well. So yeah, that's kind of guys our debate. That was a fun debate, Steven. Just kind of because I see both sides of it. I'm torn on both yeah. sides. I don't know where you stand on it right now. I'd, I'd love to get your perspective on that as well. Yeah, I mean, like I said, and we're talking is I, I'm with you. I think if they blow you away with an offer from Marlon Mack, you take it. Um, I could I could be persuaded with Jordan Wilkins, but kind of all in all, taking everything into account, the shelf life of a running back, how Taylor does play. The one the one the one thing I'll say with Taylor's. He doesn't seem to take a big hit, which is good, and he's not looking to deliver a big hit. He's not like a Derrick Henry looking to put someone out. So I'm not as concerned with that, but then just the situation too. I mean, I've kind of come full circle in this 20 minutes we've been talking um, to say keep keep all of them because you just don't know. Um, you don't know what the season holds. It's 17 weeks this year. 
which still just sounds so weird when I look at it and Colts are projected like 10 and seven. It feels weird, but you know, and that's, you know, you're expecting to go to the playoffs. You're expecting to be playing in January. You want to be playing into February, obviously. And they're going to lean. I feel uh, that they're going to lean kind of heavy on the run the first couple of games too, because Carson's still going to get his legs under him. So you you kind of want to have that depth. So I've, I've come full circle in talking to you, Cody. I've come back all the way around to saying keep all four. <laughs> hey, that's why we're here, man. I mean, I hope hopefully that's kind of how our listeners are too. You know, if you're on one side of it, because I kind of was on the side of trade one of these guys. I really mm-hmm. was on that side to start it. And as we talked and as we process, again, I'm a verbal processor, guys. So I do this a lot where I talk to somebody about something that I'm not 100% sure on. And then I get a better idea of where I'm at. And I really yep. did too. I mean, honestly, and not to just completely agree with you, you know, that's not, that's not the point. Like we're not just, Oh yeah, you're right. I think your, your opinion is great. Like I think genuinely I've been processing this and it makes the most sense what you said to keep all these running backs. And unless you get blown away, I'd say keep them, man. I really would. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. Right, I'm with, I pray that the Ravens do something stupid. I would love that though. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if you get a if you get a nice pick, I mean you have to take it, but yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they'd offer a 5th round pick or something like that, 5th or 6th round. And you're just like, mm-hmm. I'll just keep them. Go for another year. I'd rather do that. Well, and you you tossed and this is totally not this and I, you tossed a name out. I could see the Ravens going for a Todd Gurley because he's on the market and they don't have to give anything up. It'd be interesting. Yeah, they I know Le'Veon Bell was also somebody they're going to work out as well, so that would be interesting. He's still young too. I know it's such a weird career. That's all. That's that's a whole episode on a different show right there. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I know the shelf life of a running back it is crazy, man. It is absolutely mm-hmm. wild. I can't. I, some of these guys, I'm just like, wait, I thought you were like 35, but you're like 29. Oh, yeah. That's weird. God, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, cool. That will do it for our kind of debate here. Our kind of uh, debate on this topic of should the Colts potentially trade a running back to the Ravens. We kind of came full circle. I wonder if you guys did too, or maybe you got swayed to the other side. Let us know, guys, what you think in the comments below. Steven, thank you so much for coming on, man. It's always a pleasure. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Once again, thank you to our sponsor, BetQL, the only app you will need to beat your sports books. Find their information along with a 25% off discount code in the description of this video make sure you go check that out and also check out their special bet mgm offer in the description in order to receive a free year of betql and other sportsbook sign up offers and bonuses everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.